We trying to behave ourselves on the story? But y'all know what we thinking right now. <laughs> I'm ready for the night. I got a little extra energy. I don't know what might come out of my mouth tonight. Hide your kids. <laughs> Tell them to go sit their bad asses down so we're grown folks in here talking. <laughs> T-G-I-F. Hey everybody, it's your girl Claudia Jordan and it's Friday and I'm back with two of the most fabulous men in the business. We are here to spill the tea and break down some of the biggest news in the headlines and on social media. So sit back and relax and get ready for this hot tea. Uh, please welcome brand strategist Al Reynolds. Al, what's up? What's going on, Claudia? I'm Where are you? I'm in a raggedy hotel room. <laughs> raggedy. Like, I... I was walking in the bathroom with my boots on and my boots were sticking to the floor. So I just called the room. I'm like, can y'all get this sticky substance? I don't know what is on the floor, nor do I want to. Oh, no. Yeah. Where are you? I'm in, I'm in Shreveport. The play is tomorrow and it's the whole, man, this has been interesting. I'm just going to say that. I had to check somebody today. Mm, we'll get into that. Uh, right. <laughs> please welcome multimedia personality talk show host, Funky Dineva. What's up, Q? Hey. Claudia, it sounds like somebody had a bunch of gentlemen callers in the bathroom, honey, and they didn't clean up. <laughs> oh, the thought of what my the stickiness is is sending me. That's Jim, John, Paul, <laughs> and Tyrone. Funky, <laughs> were you in street for it last night? Uh-huh, honey. I was in my bed alone. <laughs> Man, it's been interesting leading up to this play, but it's not a really get a lot of buzz. We're here on the ground and pretty much everyone except one of our cast members who's going to be coming tomorrow. But um, this has been interesting. Like the go, I, I should have filmed the process because uh -huh. all the little things happening, you know. Yeah, I had to check somebody today. <laughs> when you go through the drive through at Wendy's, does everybody know who you are? A few people recognize you, but some don't, though. I mean, uh -huh. it's not like everyone, but they just look at you like you look. You look out of place. You uh -huh. know what I mean? I, I want the tea. Who you check and why? What happened? So there's a guy that runs a radio station here. And I, I we have a street team that's been out here on their own dime making like T-shirts that say white lies. They're so excited. They just want to be part of, you know, something. Mm -hmm. And they went and uh, they were passing out flyers. And this guy who was with the radio station was like, what the F y'all doing? No, like basically nothing comes through Shreveport without going through me. He tried to say we got to check in. So I had heard that the, the girl he sent the, the girl went home crying. So we called we had one radio station call him and put him on the phone and asked if they'd like us to come by. He said no because we didn't spend no money advertising. So I got the phone and you're in a small market. You might want to take advantage of any kind of celebrity that comes through. It's only good for you. And I said, is this money? If I need to buy an ad, I'll buy an ad, right? I'll buy an ad. But he he backed up and then it was uh, 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 I, I see you at Essence and we made eye contact and I look like Russell Simmons. I said, oh, my God. So anyways, I had to get like a little gully on him. I didn't like to do it, but I had to. Didn't you buy a billboard? Or we, no, we're on like 16 billboards out here. Wow. But I guess he's saying the money didn't go through. You know, small, people kill me when they be acting like they run whole cities like. Negro, you make $14 an hour down to the radio station. If you don't sit your two-bit ass down somewhere, wait, ain't nobody running nothing through you, whoever you are. I told them, I go, I got Poochal, I got Willie Taylor here. I'll bring them by and you'll at least get an interview for your station. That's always, that always looks good to have celebrities in a smaller market because you don't always get right. that. And from my, from my understanding, this is the first time in four years that a Black play has come through here so like listen and, and then he called we can make a deal i'm like i'm good he was basically saying we're gonna fail because we didn't go through him i said no we're good 
we'll, we'll be fine. Yeah. You're hearing the buzz and you mad that you wasn't a part of it. But I didn't know that I had to go through. I don't know. Anyways, we about to have some fun because uh, I, I have no choice. For y'all be careful out there now because he might set the building on fire. So y'all just be careful. Oh, damn. <laughs> so what y'all drinking tonight? I'm in this hotel. So I, you know, if I don't have clean floors, I don't got drinks. I don't have a mini bar. What y'all drinking? So tonight I am drinking uh, Florida's finest, just water. And my cleaning lady came, y'all. So I ain't got to drink out of red cups. No, I got some clean dishes. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm, I'm, I am such a bachelor and I don't wash dishes. So Really? You don't wash dishes. You don't wash clothes. You don't wash your house. What do you wash? Your man, bitch, if you ain't <laughs> You ready tonight, huh? Well, you did take a bath. I'm glad you washed it yourself. That's a plus. Oh, wow. That's what we're doing tonight, huh? Okay. Let's do it. I, hey, I've been feisty all day with people. I had to be like, you know, I had to check. Let's, let's get into it. Oh, speaking of that, Q, they going in on us on the shade room? Girl, they said, Claudia, you over there always in somebody's business. So I didn't even know until I logged on that we were on a couple of the blogs today for uh, from our last week's show when we did the Mimi Faust and Ty story, when mm-hmm. you were sharing that, you know, you spoke with Mimi and she gave you some details that were contrary to what was out with Ty. Claudia always in somebody's relationship business. Claudia always spreading somebody's business. I ain't heard it. It's like, <laughs> Funky Dineva, messy ass just over there, nodding his head. He enjoying every minute of that messiness. Al just over there, church cheesing. Al is getting away unscathed, but they letting me and you have it, Claudia. (laughs) Oh, that's always the case. But you know what's funny? They're on the shade room in the comments to talk about people's business, mad at us who actually get a check to talk about about people's people's business. business. And if you know someone and you have a personal connection to a story, that y'all y'all know you want us to talk about. I like when people call you messy, but they can't stop talking about the same right. things we talking about. I'll be messy. I'll be messy and rich though. Okay, you pay for it, don't you? That part. You see my neck. Okay. We don't make the news. We just report it. Don't be mad. At we listen. We gave you facts, and I stand by everything I said. So if you mad or tired, uh, I don't really give a damn because I do my job and I can sleep well at night because I don't lie. All right, let's get into these hot topics. Y'all could be mad about something else. Uh, mm-hmm. Yesterday, WNBA star Brittany Griner appeared in a Moscow court and reportedly pleaded not guilty to drug charges. The court extended her detention until, get this, May 19th. What are y'all's thoughts on this update? And, and what are your thoughts on everyone complaining that if Brittany were wide, her case would get more coverage? Al, let's start with you. Listen, I, I'm feeling a little bit better because what we found out this week was that her legal team has been visiting her daily. So we do know where she is and we do know that a legal team is around her. So that's a plus. Right. We also know that we've gotten a trial date. So as long as we have a trial date, we don't have to worry too much at this juncture right now as Putin using this as a political pawn against the West. So I, for me, am feeling a lot better about the situation and with Brittany because it appears to date that uh, the Russians are playing nice. Now, the only thing I don't like, and I I guess I'm going to say it because nobody else is going to say it, is if that was Michael Jordan over there in prison, I just feel like it would have been handled in a different way. Do you think she's a a lesbian Black woman? 
I really do. She's actually the Michael Jordan of the WNBA, if we want to be honest. She's she's our best player. She is. She is the best female player in the United States. So I just would like to see them be a little bit more aggressive about getting this woman back to the United States, even if we've got to use Donald Trump, because Trump was supposedly or allegedly had a strong relationship with the Russians. Use whoever or whatever in order to get her home. I just want her home. You know, Trump is not going to do anything positive while Joe Biden's in office. That's going to help right. and make him look good. You know what I mean? Uh, Q, what do you think about this? So I definitely want Brittany home. Um, Al, I think your analogy was a bit of a reach um, only because as unfair as it is, Michael Jordan was of more value to our American society than she was. Uh, than she was. And I, and I don't mean to say that to sound nasty, but it's just like people don't value the WNBA as much as they value the NBA. And it's funny because a female friend of mine was talking and she said, you know, there's so many conversations to be had from this story. One of which is uh, pay inequality between male and female sports. And that's a large part of the reason why this girl has to go over to Russia to make her millions anyway, because she Uh can't make them US. And that's a conversation that we can have on another day. But to your point, I'm glad that this process is moving forward because I was concerned that come hell or high water, Putin was going to hold this girl hostage. And though we're not out of the clear yet, it does look like we are headed in the right direction. So I hope we can get her home soon. I hope so too. I just wouldn't put anything past Putin. You know what I mean? Like who knows how much more desperate he'll get as this thing goes forward. But hopefully, right? Because I can imagine that she must have right now watching hearing any of the coverage well actually there's no coverage over there so she probably doesn't know what's going on mm-hmm. all right y'all let's move on uh we gotta get into this uh, from one board to the next early this week we reported that amber from jocelyn's cabaret cabaret uh was alleged that she was kicked in the stomach by jocelyn and jocelyn's fiance ballistic ripped out her hair now more cast members are speaking out and accusing the couple of assault during the reunion Jocelyn Ballistic addressed the accusations in a statement which reads, we're deeply saddened by the accusations made against, hold up, they didn't write that shit. They did not write that. We are, they do not say we are deeply saddened. Okay. By the accusations made against our family at the Jocelyn Cabaret reunion, they continue with, Jocelyn's Cabaret was created on the foundation of female empowerment. Girl, what, I can't even read this. Hold on. I can't I think you should read that. Don't just. Don't, oh, wait, don't. I got to say this last sentence, because one of our program's core values is supporting women, not breaking them down. Whoever want to go first, please have at it. <laughs> Q has left the building. <laughs> He's so crazy. Q's crazy. I refuse to work anywhere where I have to try to make out of all these lies. Okay. First, Jocelyn's people. Let me give y'all the real tea. Because baby, yeah, y'all know I know people that know people. Oh, you about to be messy. Shave room alert. Baby, <laughs> they say that girl was down there tearing Jocelyn ass out of the MF and frame. Okay. And that know. was why Ballistic had to jump in because Jocelyn was getting her ass whooped that bad. Then here's the other thing the girls going around saying. Jocelyn put these tweets out as if she's so big and bad. I don't know if production had the tweets. If y'all saw, she was like, I drop kick. I Mortal Kombat one girl. I kicked another girl into last week. I did this one. 
Where was all them fighting skills when Tommy was in your ass and you were standing behind that police car, uh, standing behind that car calling the police? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Jo- Jocelyn tried to act like she that girl and she'll whoop everybody behind. Then y'all don't had some four-eyed white woman write this piece of crap-ass statement that nobody is buying. I am mad, you know, y'all um, um, all my protect black women crowd at, protect black women because this man don't attack this black woman. I'm tired of y'all ass attacking me. <laughs> Go attack ballistic ass or whatever. Protect black women. He don't pull this woman hair out to her scalp, okay? Her scalp. They say a whole chunk of that girl hair. Girl, they said you can see her medulla abogada. <laughs> After ballistic got through with her ass. Baby, they said ballistic had to roll that hair up like this, like toilet paper. They said oh. he had to roll it like this. It had snatched her for the old and the new, and it snatched out her scalp. Um, Zeus Network, this one is on y'all. Like, it, it it's on y'all. Justice Cabaret is a mess. As far as I'm concerned, Zeus Network and its programming right now is a mess. And while I support this black brother who's doing great things and making his money, boss man, you got to you got to curtail some of this. Yeah. Al, what are your thoughts? You know, there's so many layers to this. You know, one minute you want to support uh, Mr. Plummer because he started a new network, it's starting to do very well, and make a lot of money. But Mr. Plummer, let me tell you something. You have cameras in the room and you have fighting in the room and you have lawsuits associated not only with the Zeus network, but yourself and your brand. This is sad that not only is there a digital footprint of Jocelyn admitting to the actions in which she calls against this woman, there is film footage of everything that can be subpoenaed to support the young lady's claim that she was, in fact, attacked and beaten. And for a grown man to put his hands on another woman is unacceptable to the point where she said not only did he drag her by her hair, but caused her to cut her feet. I watched her live and that was some very telling information that she shared. And it's just sad that we can't have a network for these exact reasons. Now you want the heat and you want the numbers and you want the popularity, but nothing's gonna counter a good lawsuit that scoop every single dollar that you made out of your pocket. This is not good, Mr. Plummer. We can do better, everybody. And thank God we work at Fox Soul. You know what? I'm gonna say this. The fact that Ballistic felt comfortable that he could do that in that environment speaks volumes to me. Cause you know, don't we 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 get tripped up and oh damn, I swore I wasn't supposed to do that. Cause we know there's parameters and there's a certain guy, there's certain guidelines here, and we try to maintain a standard. Now we fall short sometimes, but there's certain lines we will never cross because we know we will be out of a job. The fact that this man, who is not a small man, this man feels that he he's that comfortable, and I don't think this is the first time he's had an issue with 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 uh kind of getting involved in the, in the mix with the women the fact that he's this comfortable where he doesn't there's no fear of anything no repercussions nothing's gonna happen to him tells me that he felt comfortable doing that and that is an issue i would like to see the black network make it hell yeah but you gotta you gotta pivot at one at, at some point it's too much and right. why do you have a show jo- i'm not a jocelyn fan i think she's funny but a show where you, you disrespect women every single week protect black women does apply uh women versus women crime too it's not just when it's about the fellas. So let's and take a also, quick. 
Sorry. And also the fact that production scooped the girl when before the police got there, the production scooped the girl and locked her in a room so that Jocelyn and Ballistic could escape the scene of the crime. It's just like, what are you doing, Zeus? Zeus, what are you doing? Like, what exactly are you doing? I don't know. I can't wait to see how this one plays out. But that young lady right there said that she wants the show taken down. She wants Jocelyn off the air. Let's see if Zeus gives Jocelyn another season. That show is too toxic. That show is toxic. We, you know what? Let's put a pin. We got to take a quick commercial, but let you guys want to finish this up after the break. Oh, no, we're, we're done. We're done. You sure? Yeah, I was, yeah. On, I was just going to get y'all some little messy tea from when I filmed something with her. But we, we, it ain't. No, nah, I need to hear that. I need to hear uh, the we'll, tea. That's the commercial. All right, we'll be right back with more of Funky Dineva's messy tea after this. Welcome back to TGIF. I'm your girl, Claudia Jordan, joined by Al Reynolds and Funky Dineva. And uh, we got some more tea for y'all. Oh, wait, did you want to give us that tea um, oh, yeah. about you when know, you did the thing with Jocelyn? Yeah, so, you know, there there is a uh, uh, this thing going around. And you can find the clip online for when uh, there was a show VH1 was doing. It was the Love and Hip Hop After Show Live. Mm-hmm. And there's this infamous clip where me and Jocelyn get into it. And Jocelyn is going off on me. And the world loves to think, oh, Jocelyn Hernandez is the only person that ever got Funky Dineva together. Jocelyn Hernandez cussed out Funky Dineva. Funky Dineva had so much mouth, but when Jocelyn Hernandez was there, he didn't have nothing to say. And here is what I want to speak to. I want to speak to Jocelyn's unpredictability. What y'all do not know is prior to the filming of that show, Mona Scott Young pulled me to the side and said, listen, we are making live television and I don't trust this cast. So I am depending on you to not let this thing go left. And if it gets crazy, I need you to be a normal person. And that is why when Jocelyn got to shooting off at the mouth on live television, I just shut up and didn't say nothing. Jocelyn didn't read S-H-I-T. But what I really wanted to bring up was She's so unpredictable. And I actually was in the building that they sectioned off the exit to the building to make her have to go one way and make me have to go another because they were so fearful of her unpredictability. Oh, wow. So she's like a, a bull in a, in a China shop, basically. Yeah. That's, it sounds they, like I mean, they literally took cones, security guards, and closed doors to reroute the flow of traffic so her and I would not pass each other. Wow. Such a pretty and charismatic woman. It's a shame that she's goes that way. You know what I mean? Because she's she's pretty to look at. She's yeah. funny, but a hot ass mess. Big booty. Yeah. Whose booty's bigger, yours or Jocelyn's? Al. Al. Al's is, is Al's bigger. Al. You know what, you two? Let me tell you. Got a B, Al got a BBLWXYZ. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, Wendy Williams appeared via phone on Good Morning America to clear up all the chatter about her mental health. She said, my health is very, very well, and I've actually had a few appointments. You know, I'm 57 now, and I have the mind and body of a 25-year-old. Wendy also addressed her ongoing legal battles against her bank, Wells Fargo, and said, I want all my money. I want to see all my money that I've worked so hard for my entire life, my entire life. I don't lie. I don't cheat. I don't steal. I'm an honest, hardworking person. What are your thoughts on what she said, Al? Hold on. She got the body of a who? (laughs) (laughs) 
Claudia, why are you on this thing live? <laughs> live to the people. All that good internet. Well, she got the body of a who? I'm sorry, my Wi-Fi is bad. What? <laughs> uh, the part Wendy Williams got the body of a. I can't hear you. What? Because <laughs> <laughs> if a 25 year old is the letter P, then she got all for that. But go ahead, Al. <laughs> I didn't hear any of that. What? Al, what happened, Al? What? <laughs> Well, let me tell you what, I, I got to tell you that it was actually good to hear her voice. Now, I, 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 I'm trying to find a positive out of this. It was actually good to hear from Wendy. And maybe, Q, she heard you because you said it wouldn't take any time for you to just go on live and bring, you know, tell us something, tell your fans something. So I think she did tell she did do that. I think, however, though, being a part of a team that has has dealt with an exit of a show, we have to look at who the interview was given to and why. And it's very interesting of all the landscape of morning television, this landed at Good Morning America with this young man in the fourth hour. So what that tells me is that a lot of people didn't want to touch this interview. That's number one. And also, number two, something was off in this interview. Now, it was very positive, very upbeat, but she never talked about why she was sick or what her sickness is. She never talked about uh, she talked about returning. But how are you going to return to a show that's canceled like that didn't even make any sense? Does she actually know if the show is canceled? And then she never gave a real reason about the Wells Fargo situation, which was also crazy Was she brought a friend on the phone to explain that the reason why they froze her funds was because the lady who handled her funds wanted to have a relationship with Wendy. And when that started to, to erupt, they then froze her funds. Something in the milk ain't clean here. But I got to tell you, it was good to actually hear from her. It was. Okay, Q, what do you think? I've been told y'all last, um, them people over there at Wendy House ain't telling the truth. All right. Listen, y'all. And listen to me good. None of what's circulating about Wendy right now is the truth. None of it is the truth. All right. The lymphedema, your legs ain't swollen up that bad that you can't sit your ass on that damn purple chair. Then it was an early onset dementia. Now Wells Fargo got her money all sold up or whatever the case may be. I don't know. And I ain't got no Miss Cleo running through my DNA, but I always speculated that Wendy had got back on that stuff, okay? Wendy had got back on that stuff, and she had got back on that liquor, and it took her off track. I think Wendy is cleaning herself up. She, you know, she's leaving that stuff alone, and she's, you know, getting back to herself, or whatever the case may be. Allegedly, uh, allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Allegedly, allegedly. I don't know this is speculation on my part. She damn sure ain't got no early on onset dementia, all right? Um, I, I definitely think Wendy is 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 coherent enough to handle her funds. Like I said, them 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 Wells Fargo people probably tied your mess up because you called that their drunk and high trying to transfer money out of an account that didn't exist. You set off some type of red flag. You see what I'm saying for the whole Wells Fargo organization to take the hit in the media that they would take. To have a big client like Wendy Williams saying they got my money sold up for no reason. Oh, baby, you called down there incoherent trying to transfer some money out of an account that didn't exist, Wendy. And then people said, hold on, you know, whatever the case may be. But 
I am glad to see that we are making progress. And Wendy did exactly what I said she should have did. If you okay, and all this is circling around in the media about you, then come out and let the people know you okay. And I think Wendy probably up until this point has not been okay, but she's getting better now. And she chose to speak to us. She sounded a lot better than what it was made out to be. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, you uh, listen to reports. You think she's in a wheelchair drooling and has doesn't have her wits about her. Hey, off, you know, inspired by Wendy, but not about Wendy. Have y'all ever had friends that, that get high or whatever that call you in, in a stupor? Cause I have a friend and I always ignore her calls because it be them calls. You know what I'm saying? And you don't know what to say. They be like kind of slurring their words and it'd be in the middle of the day. Y'all have anybody like that that does that? You. It's funny to talk about you and I. <laughs> Not me, girl. <laughs> so look, I have, let me tell you, y'all, if y'all Miss Kenny, Miss Kenny <laughs> drunk and she will call your phone. I've been on told them, girl, I'm not coming out tonight. Right. She will keep calling that phone back to back to back. And I eventually have to turn my phone off. Uh, I, I, have a, I have a few friends that do that, that get drunk and they will keep calling as if them keep calling is going to make you answer. It's funny at first, but then it's not funny when it's like a lie. You're like, all right. Al, anybody like, call you like that? <laughs> I'm probably the one doing the drunk dial. <laughs> That's what I said, Q. Is he talking because when I get drunk, I call Q. <laughs> oh my God. All right, move it up. Times, you don't know how many times I had to step outside the bar. <laughs> to Al, Al, Al calling me at two and three in the morning. Oh my God. <laughs> well, a drunk man speaks a sober man's mind, right? A sober man, right? Is that what oh, oh, you th- You think about him when you're drunk? That's kind of interesting, I think. Oh, here you go. Oh, she being messy. Oh, don't get cute started now. The shade room already called me messy, so apparently that's who I am. Yeah. Speaking of messy, Boosie's back in the news. The uh, rapper went on his Instagram uh, during one of his uh, events and was spotted examining the lady parts of a woman with a magnifying glass and his 18-year-old son was by his side. Now, in a clip that's making the rounds on Twitter that we cannot show you for obvious reasons, the women were spreading their legs open for Boosie and his son so they could take a peek at their business. Um, things don't seem to be changing much. With like he's always had something to say. And you know, some people are here for it. Are y'all surprised at this? So how do y'all, Al, uh, let's go to UQ. What do you think about this? Is it, is it not a big deal because he's 18 or is, it, or is it still like a side eye? Who, first of all, I'm going to get to Boosie. Who raised you horse? Who raised you whores, your whores, okay? <laughs> Who would spread their legs with camera people present and Boosie and his son? That's that on that. Um, I could spend this time and go in on Boosie, but you know what? It would be futile. You know why? Because Boosie is doing what Boosie does. Right. Boosie is a hood booger, okay? So I'm... I. At, at this point, I literally have zero expectation of anything remotely intelligent, logical, or sensible coming from Boosie. My issue lies firmly with those members of the Black community who are so hell-bent on writing for Boosie. Boosie is problematic, Boosie is the downfall of the Black community. Boosie is the single-handedly most 
ignorant black Negro we have in sports and entertainment. And still y'all find a way to ride for him because he real, he real. Boosie always want to talk about the gays forcing their sexuality on their children. But Boosie, you have done nothing but exemplify a parent forcing sex on their children. That's all you've done from the time you said your son and your nephew got their dick sucked by a grown woman at the age of 12 and 13. Now you're in a room examining a woman's private parts with a magnifying glass. And I don't even think I can say out loud what the way he was referencing the woman's private parts to his son. But yet y'all see no problem with this. Um, anything to go against the gays, y'all ride with it. Uh, and, and the black and the black woman. The black woman. Us, well, wait, 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 wait. This is what I was going to say. OK, I understand exactly what you're saying, Q, but we can't fault Bootsy anymore for his behavior. And especially with his 18 year old son, because the black woman is allowing him to do it. They're supporting him. They are the ones that are sitting up there on a chair or on a couch, allowing the cameras to film them. They are the ones participating in all of his crazy behavior. There was a black woman there to help him get his son off when he was 12 years old. There are black women there right now who are participating in his foolery. How can we blame him if we continue to let him exhibit this behavior? And it's coming from the women that he's degrading. I'm going to say this, as much as Boosie don't represent you two as black men, the women, these particular hood rats that open their legs up and let Boosie put a camera or whoever and, and let his son look at their cooch, uh, they don't they don't they don't represent me. They don't represent none of my friends. They don't represent none of the people that I rock with that I would ever even acknowledge. So they, these are fringe people on the outside, the gutter, both of them. These women are right. gutter and then this behavior is gutter. So we ain't claiming those women just like y'all ain't claiming that man. Okay, we fair, <laughs> we, we fair, is that fair? Fair square. Okay, cool. We don't, I don't, I'm Mariah Carey in that. I don't know her. <laughs> I don't know her. I don't know none of them hoes. All right, we're going to take a quick commercial break. Oh, I'm going to be on stage for calling them hoes, huh? Y'all hoes. We'll be right back after this quick commercial break. Welcome back to TGIF. I'm your girl, Claudia Jordan with Al Reynolds and Funky Dineva. Hey, do y'all have a, a, a pet peeve about our community? I know that's random. It's not in the script, but just a pet peeve, uh, you know, about our community, yeah, about our people. I, I do. I do. Oh, you, you mm -hmm. want to know what it is? Yeah. So one of my pet peeves about the black community, I hate a Jesus of fix it mentality. Mm. I like it. And, it, and it runs rampant on my mom's side of the family. Well, I let just people just sit back and do nothing. I'm a pray or God fix it for me. My grandma died talking about uh, God going to give her a house. And now my, my aunt, my mom's sister, same thing. If it's meant for me to have a house, God will give me one. You know what I'm saying? And just, and just literally sit back and just do nothing. Like just have this Jesus fix it mentality. Jesus will fix it. And I can't stand that. Right. Yeah, that's a good one. Al, do you have, that's a good one. Because like, it's like God gave you those blessings, but you didn't pick them up. You got to meet them halfway. Like, like my aunt has had a county job from the moment she graduated high school to the moment she retired. So she's got perfect income history. She has some things on her credit that she needed to clear up. And I was going to attempt to help her. So when she was in retirement, she could get a house and not pay 
you know, expensive rent because she's on a fixed income. I mean, and literally would not let me help her talking about God going to give her a house. <laughs> God, God, Jesus, I said, well, when he gives you one, he can have him give you two. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Al, do you have one or no? Uh, I think the only mm, You don't have to have one. It's okay. That's the being late thing kind of drives me crazy, especially working in corporate America. When I see my um, colleagues or just people underneath me, you know, middle management and, and just administrative staff, when they're always late, that kind of gets under my skin. Like, come on, y'all. I, I hate that we don't treat our Black colleagues and um, supervisors or people that we work with as with much res- as with the same respect that a lot of us, not all, would treat the white man. Mm. You know what I mean? I, I I feel like we talk all this about unity, but then when we have an opportunity to work with each other, we constantly violate and we get a, we try to get away with things that we would never we know we wouldn't do all, uh, over there any other people's stuff. Yeah. We get we get too comfortable with one another. Especially it's like uh, I, I say it all the time, no good deed goes unpunished. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, I'm going to move on from that before I go off. All right. Uh, University of Pennsylvania swimmer Leah Thomas became the first transgender athlete to win the NCAA Division I title after finishing first in the women's 500-yard freestyle event Thursday evening. Now, Thomas pulls away in the final 150 yards to win in four minutes in 33 seconds, point 24. Now, Thomas, who's previously swam for the men's team at Penn, has come to personify the ongoing debate on trans women participation in sports and the balance between inclusion and fair play. Now, Thomas says, I try to ignore negative comments as much as I can. I try to focus on my swimming and what I need to do to get ready for my race and block everything's out. What are your thoughts on this historic win? Al, let's start with you. What do you think about this? Um, I think, you know, university, uh, collegiate athletics, they're trying to figure it out. Um, I personally feel like it's unfair. We know in this particular case, this particular swimmer swam on the men's team only a year ago. Cut it out, y'all. Um, and to now be on the women's team and, and, and all those women that work so hard, trained so hard, who have scholarships that they depend on to get their education now jeopardized because they now have a once man in the pool swimming against them as a woman just seems to me to be unfair. Now, what we do know, though, is the NCAA has changed the rule before. If you took uh, hormone therapy for one year, you then qualified. Now they've changed the rules that you have to now take hormone therapy for three years and they have to go through a medical examination to make sure that they don't have the vitality of a man to compete. So that's a thumbs up. So but in this case, Two seconds before the next person behind you clearly shows that there's an uneven advantage. And that's not fair. As a man, Leah was ranked 492nd. Okay. And then you switched over and you you swim in for the women's team. And now you're ranked number one. I understand inclusion, but this is not it. This is not it. This is not right, y'all. Up until a year ago, you had all the advantages that come with the physicalities of being a man larger lung capacity. That's never going away. That's never going away. Your lung capacity, your broader shoulders, all these things help you be a better, faster, stronger swimmer. And now you're smashing every woman. You went from a scrub amongst men, 492, to the best woman. Do you see a problem with this, Funky? Or what do you think about this? You know, being a member of the community, I hate 
when people in the community do things that lend itself to the speaking points and the stereotypes that people who are anti-community hang on. Like, this isn't cool. Like, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, you're getting, this isn't cool. And this person knows it. And you're causing the community more damage because there are people out, and this issue is very complex. You know, I, I, I obviously T.S. Madison is a very good friend of mine. Hope Giselle mm-hmm. is a friend of mine who I've spoken to about this issue once before, before we got ready to do another show. And she was explaining to me that, you know, when people get on hormones, you know, it does change muscle mass and so on and so forth. And, and, and that argument counters the whole, it's the body of a man versus the body of a woman. So that's why I'm glad that Al brought up the whole change between hormone therapy for one year to now three years, because that'll make your body more in line with the woman. I don't know the complete science, but my take on these types of things have always been this. In this life, you can't have everything. And as cold and cruel as it may sound, competing in sports may just be one thing trans people just can't have. Mm. What know? do you think about how would the Well, I guess that they would feel like this. Well, I guess it would be looked at as, um, you this know, so yeah, if you had a separate league, I just don't know what the yeah. answer is. And, and we don't, we haven't figured it out yet. And yeah. maybe, and maybe there isn't one. Maybe there isn't an answer. Or maybe the answer is you just can't have this. Is it, is it, is, I, I, I don't want to get to the new head on this, but is it, is it discriminatory to have trans athletics? Like they just compete against themselves? Is that is that considered bad? I would I would I, I I would imagine that people would perceive it bad. They would say it's it's exclusion. You know, it excludes people. Um, I don't think that if they created a trans league, that it would have the same status as mm-hmm. the existing leagues. You know what I'm saying? So who would even want to compete in it? Then you know, then then you have to deal with. Are there even enough trans people in each category to even for it to even be a league? Right. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. Uh, so th- there's a bunch of nuance there. Um, but I will say this, since we're talking about this specific story, this specific story, not all transports, this story, this is just wrong. You competed as a man um, just a year ago. No it was t- terrible, and now you're the best woman. And no tea, no shade, and I'm not trying to be disrespectful. In the picture they just show, you look like a whole man. You you look like a whole man, body, stature, and all. It's just not fit. fit. Look, look, come on, girl. Like girl, those gotta be the broadest shoulders I've ever seen like, in my life. Come on, Miss Doubtfire, not today. <laughs> Go to commercial. <laughs> Welcome back to TGIF. You know, the comment section is popping. I'm in a real ghetto hotel tonight, so I'm going to let Funky Dineva read the comments because his Wi-Fi is better than mine tonight. Funky, oh, yeah, these comments got it going on. So Hi Hi says, I'm not celebrating this because it isn't playing on fair grounds. And then Isha Bay is just going to rub in what's going to get us in trouble. Talking about Miss Doubtfire got me crying. Cassandra <laughs> Cole says, I love me some Al. 
Uh, and uh, Jockofi says, Funky has me over here cackling. And Moni Mo says, thank you for being so real, Q. You're the best. Very nice. Very nice. Keep those comments coming. We love to hear from you guys, soulmates. We love y'all being a part of the show and being our fourth co-host. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all, fellas, I want to get your thoughts on this post from a young lady on Instagram. It reads, my friend and I gave my boyfriend a threesome for his birthday. He climaxed with her and she's pregnant. I paid for abortions two times, but she keeps skipping the appointments. He says he doesn't believe in abortion. He was supposed to wear a condom with her. I'm devastated. Oh, wow. Uh, what advice would what advice would you give this lady? Stop writing fake tweets. <laughs> it ain't nothing real about this tweet. They're just I, I, I was reading it and I was trying to prepare my whatever, whatever. There is nothing real about this. So he was supposed to wear a condom with her. So you sitting here in the room, because baby, I love right. to tell you something. Now, because you know, threesomes and group sex is my specialty. <laughs> okay. So I, I can tell you a thing or two about that. So you sitting here, you're already in a vulnerable position because you're letting your friends screw your man. All right. right. We all naked, we, we drinking our bubbly or whatever. And he goes to penetrate her, and you just sit there and watch the whole time while he wears no rubber. Like that, that's just not even believable to me. Women, y'all have too much of a jealous spirit in y'all to even let this happen. I honestly do not believe this tweet is real. And then it's, I paid for the abortion two times. She didn't go. And he don't believe in abortion. What does one have to do with the other? Uh, I, I think this whole tweet was contrived for virality on social media. I think that's a great point. Al, you think it's a real tweet? I don't know. If I, I think the same thing. I have to question the validity because she broke every single rule. Rule number one, when you do a threesome, don't ever have anybody that you're emotionally attached involved in threesome. At least that's how I that's how I rock with my threesomes. Rule number two, um, you you had abortions like I think she's in an open relationship. She don't know that she's in an open relationship. And number three, I think that her man and her friend have been having sex for quite a while and she just didn't know it. She lost me out. She paid for two abortions, though. Like, damn. Right. How you do yeah. your threesome, Claudia? Me and my two cats. <laughs> That's as close as I get. Have I'm you too lazy. Ever, have you no, ever I've, participated in a threesome? No, never, are never. Opposed, are you opposed to it? I've never done it, but I think it's a good sexy thing to say during sex, but I don't know if I'd actually do it. But I, I, I've talked that stuff during uh, sex. You know what I mean? Like, even, Let me even, ask you this. Even if, if, your, if, and, and I'm not saying, like, with your boyfriend, just even if you're just your fun girl, phase you just were never interested no i'm okay, not into girls i, I want to ask the question if you did not if you have if you did would you invite another man in the bedroom or would you invite another woman in the bedroom and why i think two men is violent and i think two women is a sloppy i don't i'm just i'm a selfish lover i like i just want to lick on the one guy that i'm with would you swing would you swap partners you know, KJ watches this show, y'all. Come on. <laughs> Come on now. Come Not on now. Come on, baby. Come on, baby. We'll Come on, baby. Was bad. <laughs> he would love that. All right, y'all. Oh, look at the time. Gotta take a commercial break. And we'll really? be right back with, hey, I, I don't make the rules here. That's the producers in the chat. We'll be right okay. back, y'all. <laughs> Welcome back to TGIF. All right, y'all, gotta get into this. This was all over social media. Steve Harvey, the OG, issued a warning to Ye regarding his beef with D.L. Hughley. Steve said, it ain't what you want from an ass-whooping era. 
Is uh, Steve Harvey right? Is Ye ready for that type of old school smoke? Because he's saying uh, we cut from a different cloth. We ain't on that social media nonsense. Mm-hmm. What y'all think? Steve Harvey, Steve, let, let me tell you something. Steve Harvey telling him right. And Kanye up until this point, yeah, you from the shop, but your mama was a college professor. So Negro, you are not that kid. All right. You, you, you are not the one scrapping in the street, gang banging, representing your set. And to date, Kanye, you, we ain't got no receipts of asses whooped. All right. <laughs> we have no receipts of asses whooped. What we do have is receipts for Kleenex tears and boxes of tissues or whatever, because you a keyboard thug, you running around the internet crying. And Steve Harvey and DL is absolutely right. Like they come from a different era, Kanye, and you ain't scan none of them. You know what, Claudia, what I think is so interesting is that Kanye better relax because that daggone com- that comedian community is a tight knit community. And not only are they tight knit, but that community can change the narrative in the urban landscape very quickly just off of their speak and their good ass comedian um, um, skills. He better relax right here. This ain't even about getting beat physically. This is about getting beat with a narrative of a slick tongue and a smart group of comedians. You know, shout out Dion Hughley did not back down. And of course, it was kind of funny if you look online, the Young cats were like kind of rocking with Kanye because they, you know, they don't really have a lot of respect for OGs. They don't have a respect for anybody, actually. But older folks and folks that kind of have a little bit more to lose, I think, were more rocking with like the DLs and the Steve Harvey's like, yo, we remember a time when it wasn't about this keyboard thug. We didn't have keyboards. Mm-hmm. It was I will I'll come see you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I, I don't think it's to that point with DL where he would even want to fight someone. I think DL's like, boy, go on. I'm just gonna light your ass up with these mm-hmm. jokes. And he has been. You know, they both have great influence in their in their circles. But, you know, you don't want to go up against a comedian because they will make you look crazy. If you remember in the election with Sarah Palin, Saturday Night Live totally discredited her and made people really think that she said, I can see Russia from my house. She never really said that. Mm-hmm. But we believe she did because there was, it, once that narrative was put out there, that's what it was. And to this day, she still looked at as a big ditzy joke. Yeah. And you see how this is spilling over into Coachella. They think they started a petition to have him thrown off that Coachella uh, roster. Kanye, you look, you're very, you, you're very talented, son. But you, you, you might need to relax a little bit, breathe. You know well, what? So- I'm glad you brought that up because he's leveraging his celebrity to do harm to Kim and Pete. So I think it's only right that the repercussions be against his celebrity and that be, you know, taking him down off of Coachella, so on and so forth. Well, well under the, the deal is, under once, the, L- oh, the deal is once okay. you start getting banned from the largest technology company in the world, like uh, Meta and Twitter, that is a snowball effect that yeah. is not pointing in the right direction. I think he needs to pull it back. I agree. So uh, under the uh, there was a, a, a alias, Kim Pete. Someone launched a change.org petition on Wednesday, writing that organizers should be ashamed of themselves for giving Ye any more of a platform to spew his hate towards his ex-wife, Kim Kardashian, and her boyfriend. So, you know, like y'all said, it is kind of seeming like people are winding up to kind of like take him out. Mm-hmm. It's, it's overkill. It, like. At first, it was cute. At first, it was, we hate the Kardashians. At first, it was, you know, whatever the case would be, she did it. But now people are just starting to see, all right, Kanye, despite us hating the Kardashians, you doing too much, and it's getting annoying. Wait, and Q, you called it. She went on Ellen, and she was like, look, 
<laughs> this ain't good. Yeah. And like you said, once she says she's concerned, and once the once the whole vibe turns to stalkish, turns safety. to yep. scary, turns to cancel culture for you, yep. Kanye. The white woman tears. No, and the she's white woman tears are the most dangerous liquid on the planet. And she still showed him grace. She still said, I don't want to talk negatively about the father of my kids. Like she's she's actually handling it the right way. Well, yeah. someone who's not handling things the right way, in my opinion, Mike Tyson's cannabis company is releasing an ear-shaped gummy called Mike Bites. It was inspired by that infamous fight that happened over 25 years ago when he bit Evander Holyfield's ear during the 1997 heavyweight match. Now the gummies will be offered in dispensaries in Massachusetts, California, and Nevada. Do you think this was a smart move for Mike Tyson or not? Nah? Most definitely. Most Absolutely. Definitely. Most definitely. There are no criminal repercussions at this point with the with the ear biting. The cannabis space, you would be a damn fool if you have access to get into the cannabis space and not do it. Um, Mike with his celebrity and that incident, Mike bites. It, 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 it's I want one. And y'all know edibles make me pass out in restaurants, but I want a Mike bite. <laughs> Listen, this is genius. This is funny. This is on brand with him. This is this. That was an infamous situation that got him canceled in the boxing world. It also ushered in a whole different reign of boxers. Right. Mayweather was introduced in. De La Hoya came to the forefront. This is a case study in anybody's business school. And Stanford talks about this. This is a marketing a win. Right. Because you're pushing the boundaries of social acceptability as you shock people into public consciousness by using something negative, turning it into a positive and promoting a product for profit. I'm not into it at all. I just think about the from Evander Holyfield's place. Like that was a traumatic event where someone uh, deformed you. You were you were you were mangled. Your Girl, ear was bit off. He is, but I, y'all like it. Got, and for what he got paid. He can come over here and nibble on a piece of my ear too, baby. Listen. Hey, put it I'm, back. I'm, okay. I'm not a fan. I'm not here for it. I think it's disgusting and I, I'm not here for it. Brilliant. You. I, you know, I, I would be curious to know if him and Evander have, have, they, have they talked? Yes, they made up. He was, Evander Holofield was on his podcast. Oh, so they in, cool. In fact, yeah, oh, Claudia, fact, girl, get said, out your, Claudia, get out your bag. I will, no, I will not. I will not. Evander Holyfield said that he he accepted his apology, and Evander Holyfield now is going to market an ear cannabis product, uh, jelly bean, not jelly bean, whatever that thing's called. Well, they need to get Claudia something so she'll get out her bag. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not a fan of the 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 mic bites and the the ears and the bite. The, 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 I'm not a fan of his anyway. So, all right, y'all. We have different opinions. Y'all get those nasty old pieces of someone's ear and get high on them, <laughs> I guess. All right, y'all. I want to thank my co-hosts, Adam Reynolds and Funky Dineen for another fantastic show. Uh, thank you so much for everybody that watches us on YouTube. And uh, stay tuned. Fox Souls Black Report that's coming up next. Y'all y'all got any plans for the weekend? My family in town for spring break with all the little kids. So I'm just hanging out with the fam. Al? Uh, no plans. I got my play, White Lies, here in Shreveport, Louisiana. Come check me out, thestrandtheater.com. Get your tickets. We'll be in the building tomorrow. It's going to go down. And then I'll be at the casino gambling away, hopefully some profits. All right, y'all. Have a good one. Bye. Bye, soulmates. Bye, soulmates.